Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the city of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Civic Engagement. Today, my co-host is Communications Coordinator, Megan Pardue. So, we ran into each other at the lake. And I got to meet your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He's very tall. Oh, yes. And you're very short. Mm -hmm. So, is everything in your house up really high, or do you guys accommodate you? Pretty much every time we are around the house, he has to get everything for me from every shelf possible. So... Yeah. And whenever he's not home and I run out of something, I'm pretty much screwed until he comes home. So <laughs> So you don't have like little step stools and you No, drag... I really should invest though. Yeah. So I always just drag a chair up to something, which is not probably the safest, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, that was you guys were very cute. <laughs> Thanks. So what are we talking about today? Uh, We're actually going to talk to Cindy Gibson about development in Stillwater. So uh, she's our guest today, and she is the manager of administrative services, which is formerly a part of development services. This department basically issues permits, handles planning and zoning, and oversees the city's projects. So if you want to build something in Stillwater, you'll need to contact administrative services. Yeah, they all get to know Cindy really, really well. So before we get started, Cindy, and you're a return guest for us. We've had you here before, so we're going to do this follow-up because I I had promised people that every so often I'm going to bring you back so that we can ask you what's going on. And I've got a list. Oh, boy. So I'm, I'm ready to do it. But first, we are going to ask you some random but revealing questions. Megan, right. take it away. All right. You ready? Yes. So if you could live in any period of history, when would it be and why? I would have to say the turn of the century. I would have picked that. I see you in a prairie dress. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Do I get to keep my six-shooter? You bet. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're right, with a holster. Yeah. It's a prairie dress with a holster. Okay. So. Okay. Um, really, basically, because that was the start of women's rights and our, you know, the march to vote, and right. a lot of a lot of things come to the surface for women about that That's start of true. the time. It's mm-hmm. like you, you know, like if, especially if you were out, you know, in the, the frontier, so to speak, you had to be you had to take care of yourself so did. yeah and yeah. you've got your big truck <laughs> yes i so, do <laughs> um, so we know all about cindy yeah all right prairie woman all right if you could have your own late night talk show who would you choose as your first guest i would want amelia Earhart. interesting yes. wow so why is that what would you ask her what drove her to take the adventures that she took the stretches that she Mm -hmm. wanted to you know reach out on the horizon and how far could she go and what what drove her to those choices and and desires read historical biographies and stuff on these women that you admire i try you know try to find some time but yeah i like to Mm -hmm. read about the history and and different things yeah all right. I like that about you. Oh, well, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> and my big red truck, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is called Big Red Truck, right? Yes. You have some questions for me about development that's going on around town, I understand. I do. Um, I've got two, actually. Both of them. Well, I've got several. But first of all, East 6th Street. Yes. I see dirt. I see a lot of dirt moving across from Freddie Paul's. So. Yes. 
There's like an entire acre. It looks like it's being developed. It looks like they took some older buildings down, maybe. Yes, they took some old buildings. I think it used to be called the hatchery. Yes, the, the, the chicken. Look like chicken coops. Yes, that was what it was referred to around yeah. town was the hatchery. Yes, it's been demolished and being cleared off. We're going to have a new uh, building go up for lock supply. They're going to be moving... Oh. From their current location out there for a new site, new storage. So Lox okay. is down at that strip mall, just down from the cemetery a little bit further on yes. 6th. Okay, yeah. awesome. So they're moving further east. That, it looks like it's going to be a large parking lot, large building, warehouse style probably. I think a lot of their drive was to have more storage for yeah. supplies. Right. You know, Stillwater's growing and a lot of people like to use local. Mm, right. And so they do go and they need to keep those materials on right. hand when, when you their need contractors it, you need, need them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And then the other thing, kind of in the same general area, um, it was the Hunan's uh, Chinese, I believe. And I noticed it's purple. Like the whole building is like a very bright purple and it looks like something's going on inside it. Do you have background or information on that? A little bit. Uh, the lady who owns it, and I can't recall her name at the time, but she is remodeling it and bringing it up to date. I believe she's going to do more Mediterranean or Greek-style restaurant in that, oh, that building. I love Greek food. I do, yeah, too. That's awesome. Now, we spoke the last time that whenever a building was already a restaurant or whatever, if there, if it wasn't changing um, its main focus, they don't have to come to see you. Correct. Unless, I guess, they're doing some major renovation or something. Right. So, and so she did because she is yeah. doing a major renovation mm-hmm. and, and gutting and, and redoing a lot of the layout and, and everything in the building. She's yeah. bringing it up to code. It's a beautiful purple. I mean, you're going to, it's it's a lot, it's, it's kind of bright, but it's really pretty. I think, I was I was thinking, what type of food would fit that shade of purple? Maybe, <laughs> maybe Middle Eastern, maybe yeah. uh, Italian. They like very yeah. vibrant colors right. in the Mediterranean. So anyway, so, yeah. you're not going to miss this building. Um, I was wondering also, did you have an update on the Del Taco going in on North Perkins Road? They're under construction. I don't know what their ETA is for mm-hmm. completion and getting open yet. Of course, they've had a few weather holdups. Speaking of weather holdups, uh, Strickland Park is another, it's a city development that's been, the playground's been delayed a little bit in part uh, because of weather, but also uh, some design issues too, I believe, for uh, the second phase of it. So it's not moving quite as quickly as maybe was originally intended, but it has to be done because it's a block grant funding, right? Yeah, there's some deadlines when it comes to community development block grants, which is through uh, Department of Commerce. We are under deadlines, mm-hmm. so um, we do have to have some things completed. And um, last time I talked to Valerie, we were looking at it. April needs to be like the drop dead. Let's get it all done. Needs to be and done by then. So start the closing grant, process. We uh, we apply, and we get, we're allotted so much money, and we can. Do, and as long as we match that money, we can do projects within city limits. Yes. That are if when when we apply for these grants, we present projects that have been selected by the community and council, and we look at, at uh, improvement of in- infrastructure like stormwater, water sewer infrastructure, things like that, and 
Strickland Park um, was selected because it is community-wide benefit, mm-hmm. and then the playground equipment being selected was for... Inclusive play. Inclusive play, yeah. yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I saw the drawings, so they look would be really mm-hmm. fun. I don't have small children anymore, but I do like playgrounds. Yes. <laughs> so. yeah, it's such a beautiful park with a lot of big trees, yeah. so I'm really excited to see the end result. Yeah, I am too. It's going to be good. Uh, Another question that we have get quite a bit is city council has been going through and really looking at dilapidated buildings. And there's a process for that. Um, So what do you know about the process and why the buildings are now being looked at? I think it's just a community awareness that the council wishes to bring to dilapidated structures. Um, Stillwater is a very vibrant community, but we've had so many areas that have not had a lot of attention paid to them. I don't want to say neglected, but sometimes just not a lot of attention. Coming down have been vacant for 20 years. Yes. There's probably not a lot of plans for those buildings. Correct. So so they are dilapidated and, you know, are um, kind of a health hazard very as much. much as anything uh so the ones that came down it was around duck street with yes. that large section so do we uh have any indication of what maybe developers are looking at for that area not at this time and of course we can't really tell people what to put on it either can we no i mean according to some zoning regulations there are going to be some things that are allowed by use or not allowed so is it in the uh, the osu downtown corridor it's in the form-based code area so what is form-based codes and what does that mean for this empty lot it's like any other zoning classification there's just certain things that they say the form-based code was also developed to say this area is going to look alike and we're going to develop streetscape and we're going to try to do some really neat trees and street lighting and facades on buildings because they're wanting to have that corridor between uh campus and downtown they want to make it to where people feel like you know leaving campus and you're exploring the rest of the community and if the if you leave campus and it continues that you know, landscaping and walkability yeah. uh, that you you might go and explore the rest of the community instead of just coming on campus, staying on campus, and then going home. Right. It's very exciting. I, I think it's going to be beautiful once things start going in and it starts meeting that criteria. Yeah, and I do know that the engineering team right now is actually working on some of the ideas for mm-hmm. the streetscape along with the planning department yeah. for the extra wide sidewalks and the benches and the trees and, and the different things, curbs and actual drivability on the street as well. So you also uh, help coordinate the planning commission, and I understand that there's a vacancy on it. There so is. Who should apply? Anyone that has any interest in being a part of the community and participating with selection and hearing about projects and zoning and development such as residential plats, commercial plats, and those kind of things. So what type of person usually ends up on Planning Commission? What type of backgrounds do they have? Very diverse. We have anything from builders to actual former planning people, not a community from here, but like our one recent person was a planner in California, mm-hmm. now a planner in Texas, um, have engineers, and uh, we have moms and dads mm-hmm. that just have an interest in the community and want to have a voice about what goes on in the community as far that as development. awesome. So how do they apply? There's an online application that goes through the city manager's office, and our executive assistant to the city manager takes that application and presents it to the council for their selection. The applications will stay on file for three years. So, you know, you can apply once, and if you don't make this cut for whatever reason, the next time there's an opening 
if it's within three years, you'd also be considered at that time. So. Yes. So is there any place else in town you would like to address? Well, I brought my list. <gasps> she has a list, <laughs> and it's in small type, and there's a whole bunch. It is. So what's going on in the world? <clears throat> well, we have a lot of redevelopment going on in, in the Greek neighborhood. Uh-huh. Of course, we have a lot of fraternities and sororities that are hitting opportunities to grow and expand. So we Those have... are popping up left and right. They are, and but they're looking great, I'll tell you. Some mm-hmm. beautiful architecture going on out there. So we have that, and I don't know if anybody's noticed the new car wash out west on West 6th. It's coming up, yes. Yes. Um, it's called um, Innovations. IQ Innovations is what it is, and it's supposed to be like a brushless type. I guess I've not seen it. Um, it's across from the Walmart there on West 6th, the, okay. out there by the Spring Hill Suites and yeah. the furniture store, kind okay. of in that same little area right there. That and well, lock supply. You've already got me with that one. I like that the thought of what's going in there because it was like so many options. What could this be? You know, because it's such a large area. So just I know we have a lot of interest from the community. Would like to see more restaurants out in that part of town, mm-hmm. but right now we don't have any um, applications or any interest that we've heard about yet. And we can't say this is where you must build your building. No, we we can't do that. We would not want to do that. Let, let them pick that. So what else you got on your list? What? That was about it. We just have some typical growth growing around town. The new single-family homes are increasing. We're seeing more uh, subdivisions are coming in with platting. And so the housing market is going to start increasing again. So the first stop when they would do it, when they're kind of plot, uh, platting new um, single-family homes, they would come to you first? Yes. Uh, that'd be one of the first stops. Yep, they need to come through the community development, planning, engineering mm-hmm comes through uh, and looks at your application because you're going to need to build your streets, your water line, sewer line, storm water, and all that kind of stuff. So that's all part of that. So you get all of that done and then can sell Megan a lot and Alicia a lot, and, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can build a house. Okay. Well, see, I told you I was going to bring you back because you've got knowledge and you uh, <laughs> you know what's going on. So uh, we'll bring you back next quarter, too, so you can bring your new list and uh, keep us up to date. I certainly will. Thank you so much, Pioneer Woman. Thank you, ladies. Have a great day. <laughs> you, right. too. Well, let's move to the mailbox, Megan. Uh, our first question comes from Belinda on Facebook. Belinda asks... So we, as a general principle, do not answer the door unless we're expecting someone. What can we do to fulfill the needs of the census taker? Can we do something proactive or uh, give us a heads up or give them a heads up or something? All right. So this is a great question and we get this often. You'll actually first receive an invitation by mail. Someone won't be coming to your door unless under certain circumstances. So you'll follow the instruction that's in your mail invite and you'll respond to the census by internet, phone, or request a paper copy. The census enumerators only come if you have not completed the census by April 1. And all of these questions and more can be answered at PayneCountyCensus.org. Or the U.S. Census government page as Yes, well. that's a great one yeah. as well. So our second question it's also from Facebook. Mike asks, is there a place in Stillwater where I can recycle glass? All right. So we actually offer free residential glass recycling. You can call Utility and Billing Services at 405-742-8245 and you can request a glass tote. You can find more information at stillwater.org. Or if you'd just like to drop off your glass at a location, you can go to the Convenience Collection Center and that's at 807 South Perkins Road. Thank you for your question. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to FYI Stillwater. Tune in for our next podcast. 
If you have a question for City Hall, email news at stillwater.org, and in the next podcast, we'll answer a few of them. FYI Stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you enjoy your podcast.